You know, it's amazing how time seems to wash away certain stories, certain ideas, and certain concepts from the mainstream media, like waves crashing onto the beach and smoothing over the sand. All of a sudden, something that was interesting, something that was noticeable, has been suppressed, has been covered up, and of course, what I'm talking about is anti-Asian attacks. If you'll remember in 2020, when the media was running with the narrative that evil white racist Trump supporters were attacking Asians because the evil white racist orange man dareth say that the virus that came from China came from China, and therefore he was a racist, and therefore his supporters were attacking Asians, we would hear about this all all the time on the internet. In fact, there are several local news reporters, several Twitter accounts that I follow based on this craze way back in the day. However, these stories kind of dropped out of the news media, and you would think that's a good thing, if presumably the reason why they dropped out of the news media was due to the fact that these attacks have gone down. But we know better than that over here on this channel. We know for a fact that most of these attacks weren't even hate crimes in the first place, and of course, the reason they were being talked about is to get the evil orange man, and now that President Joe Biden has taken that office... There's no reason to care about Asians, according to the left-wing media. So the attacks are still ongoing, Asians are still being targeted, and when the left doesn't have you looking over their shoulder, when they notice that you're not paying attention, of course, immediately drops charges, reduces charges, and lets repeat offenders out over and over and over again, even when they're caught on video attacking elderly Asians. And that's what we're going to talk about today, because Pamela Price has dropped charges in a very vicious attack and for whatever reason even though the case is rock solid pamela price just doesn't give a damn but before we get into that i want to thank everybody who signed up over on the website actualjusticewarrior.com slash join give me the money give you give me the money Okay. And thank you to my podcast listeners on Spotify, Apple, and Google's podcasting platform. Yes, yeah, certainly a disturbing video. I got a chance to speak with some customers outside that same grocery store who were just shocked to hear about what happened. Now, even though police say that they arrested this person for a hate crime, that person ended up only being charged with elder abuse. So the local news explains that they captured the man that was in a viral video, which I will, of course, be editing out due to the fact that it's violent and YouTube will age restrict and make sure nobody could see the video of me talking about it because of that small clip, but it's going to be linked in the description box below. And the police, when they captured him, ended up submitting charges to Pamela Price's district attorney's office to indicate that they wanted to charge a hate crime. And this is because there appeared to be no motive behind this. The suspect suspect allegedly even though i have not confirmed this on my own has a history of attacking asian people and it was committed in front of a filipino grocery store where there were a bunch of asian people present shocking surveillance video shows the moment a man strikes a 72 year old woman in the face knocking her to the ground outside of a store in hayward this happened outside the filipino grocery store called seafood city now i cut the video before contact was made but what i think is incredibly important about this video is the fact that this this guy was just walking down the street he spotted this woman and he decided to go out specifically to strike her and then walk away this is one of the things that would lead us to believe that we have a possible hate crime motive in this case because he didn't try to rob her he didn't try to do anything else to her he just wanted to knock this woman down who was not even obstructing his way on the sidewalk he went out of his way to get in her face and that's what he did and then he took off and walked away and if it is true if it is later confirmed that he has a repeat history of these types of assaults against asian women again with the asian neighborhood you would think 
it would draw the conclusion that there might be some kind of pattern here, and therefore, a hate crime charge would be fitting. Now, I know some of you are going to write down in the comments of this video that you're not in favor of hate crime enhancements, and I agree with that position abstractly. I agree with it on a policy level as well, and I understand that position. But the thing is, if these laws are on the books and Pamela Price is charging them in certain cases that involve certain different racial distributions, the fact that she's not charging them, even though it's an enhancing feature in this specific case and a different charge in this specific case, shows bias on Pamela Price's part. If this were a white person, age 25, attacking this elderly Asian woman, the hate crime charge would be applied. You know that's true. So the point that I'm making is not that hate crime charges are good, sane policy, that they're sensible, that we should have laws that get into mind reading and all that. The point I'm making is that Pamela Price has gone out of her way to say that she would charge this if the proper racial groups ended up aligning. The morning of July 21st, we arrived on scene and saw that she had been struck on the face. She fell to the ground. The man who struck her fled the scene prior to our arrival, but luckily there was surveillance footage. Officer Cassandra Fovel with the Hayward Police Department said the attack appeared to be unprovoked and the two did not know each other. She said officers reviewed the footage and recognized the suspect from previous incidents. Now you heard some important information from Officer Cassandra Fogel who arrived on the scene. The guy had left the scene at the time, but they were able to figure out who he was because they recognized him from the surveillance of footage, which again leads me to believe that there is an extensive criminal history related to this particular person. Also, and this is equally as important as the important information that was just delivered to us by this local news, I find local news segments and staging to be incredibly goofy, and when they mess up, I feel like I need to point it out. So if you're not aware, her walking to the door was something that the guys behind the camera asked her to do in order for them to get this shot. And if you don't believe me, you can actually notice at the beginning of this video, which starts just a little too soon, a second too early, that she is in fact standing perfectly still before they gave her the cue to go and they should have cut that part out if they wanted a more natural feel to the walk local news you're incredibly goofy i don't know why you think i needed this b-roll of her walking into the store maybe you think that it's gonna make my brain connect some progress going on in this story but what we have right here is you and this cop goofing off in my opinion in this very serious story also i don't think she walks like that i'm just saying i'm, I'm not sure but i also want to point out that in that specific clip they said the attack appeared to be unprovoked if you watch this video she's walking with her stuff the guy comes in and then he smacks her across the face or punches her across the face some articles have different information but i'll go with the slap since it's the less serious one and we want to give the benefit of the doubt but obviously it was unprovoked. She said nothing to this man or did nothing to this man to make him go out of his way to get in front of her, then knock her down. Uh, the idea that they would even throw that out there seems a little bit odd, but I guess they're trying to cover their basis. And again, they needed her to walk so she could deliver a lot of exposition over this officer walking in this awkward way. Yes, I'm going to highlight it. Officers patrolled the area throughout the day and later that evening they found him in that same area and took him into custody. The man 
identified as 25-year-old Steve Caranja, was arrested for elder abuse and hate crime. The case was then handed over to the district attorney's office, which is only charging him with elder abuse. Now again, unsurprisingly, they arrest this person, again, who they recognize from previous incidents, from previous crimes. They go for the severe charges. Again, he struck a 72-year-old woman. It's submitted to Pamela Price's district attorney's office, and she immediately reduces the charges because that's what Pamela Price does. And I think if you were to actually follow this case through all the way to the end, you're going to end up with him in some kind of diversionary program that puts him out on the street once again. And remember, all of these people, Oakland politicians, San Francisco politicians, in every major metropolitan area where they have a significant Asian population, said that we had to protect the Asian elders. We had to protect them from the hate crimes and all that. They even wanted and passed some laws in some places to make sure Asians were a protected group. But when push comes to shove, when we actually have an incident of an unprovoked attack where you could charge seriously, this is what they do. And by the way, this is obvious. It was never about protecting Asians. It was never about helping elderly Asians or anything like that. It was always about going after Donald Trump. Remember that Nuance Bro video that I referenced over and over again on this channel where he broke down the study that supposedly proved that whites were attacking Asians more than any other group? Remember when he delved into the numbers in that study and he found out that they were making the claim that in the year 2020, there were only three total black on Asian attacks in the city of New York for the whole calendar year? Remember that same exact year, I did three stories that happened within a month of Asians being killed by black Americans, and they're making the case, based on the fact that the race wasn't named in the newspaper articles, that there were only three instances total, and that this was valid, and they claimed to represent Asians. Also, one of the big indicators of them being a woke organization is that they categorize Latinos or Hispanics as Latin X right there, big red flag that this is not to be trusted, but all they ended up proving was the fact that news outlets don't report the race of certain attackers when those attackers' race doesn't align up with the left-wing political agenda. But this study was passed off across the media to try to gaslight Asian neighborhoods into thinking that the biggest threat to them was the evil Orange Man supporters, the evil white racists, even though they knew for sure that wasn't who was attacking them. Remember, I did the real segment where they talked about the repeated attacks on Asians. They covered multiple deaths of elders by assault by black people. And the tone and tenor of that segment was the Asian woman from the real trying to make the case that Asians need to stop being so anti-black because that's how our society works. Asian elders get assaulted. Asian elders get killed. They point out that it's not evil white racist Trump supporters doing it. And then the problem becomes not them being attacked, not them identifying the attacker, not them honorably pointing out that the people the media are painting as the attackers did nothing of the sort. It's the fact that they must be anti-black and therefore somehow deserving of these attacks. Now, on the city of Hayward's website, there is a section about hate crimes and how to identify one. Some examples include someone making comments that show a prejudice, also targeting the victim because they belong to a protected class, or committing an act on a date important to that protected group. Now, at the end of the segment, they wrap this up by showing the Hayward Police Department's way that you identify a hate crime. And I know I let her read all three of them for you but the second one is clearly and obviously the funniest of the bunch also targeting the victim because they belong to a protected class that's the most obvious thing anybody's ever said in the world obviously if you commit a crime 
because you hate somebody who's a member of a certain class or group or whatever, then that would be a hate crime. So the Hayward police say, if you commit a crime that is in fact a hate crime, then that's how you would identify it as a hate crime. Also targeting the victim because they belong to a protected class. I just found that to be hilarious and I thought I'd point that out for you. It's like a little pointless add-on to this segment. But you know what? The local news put it forward, so I'm going to put it forward as well. Now, for those of you who are curious, the name of the person that is the perpetrator in this instance is of Kenyan origin. I don't know if he's a Kenyan immigrant. There's limited stuff released about him at this moment in time. He's described as a transient, as you heard by the local news segment he's described as somebody familiar to police a repeat offender but a story like this just goes to show you exactly what's wrong with these woke criminal justice types they're all fine to use minority groups when they're convenient but in reality they operate based on a pro-criminal mindset and based on the mindset that you have to be more marginalized in order to be more victimized so you have an instance where i think this person should definitely be off the streets because it's a random attack it is very likely to happen again it's completely unprovoked it's against an elderly person the fact that she's asian is only related to the hate crime and all that nonsense but it's an elderly person so completely defenseless so i wouldn't be surprised and again based on his past history if he did this before or he does this again in the future so trying to divert this person away from prosecution divert away from consequences is only going to lead to more pain and if this person is unstable if this person is out of their mind if this person is experiencing a mental health issue or whatever putting him back out on the streets because you're sympathetic to his mental health issue is ultimately going to lead to negative downstream results in the future obviously if he's been arrested repeatedly and people know who he is and he's been released before and now he's doing this that plan hasn't worked you need to incapacitate individuals like this whether you're putting them in treatment or you're putting them in jail because they are a danger to anyone if you walk up to an elderly woman and you slap that person in the face knock them to the ground and you just continue walking then you will do that to any person there are so many taboos against assaulting the elderly so many taboos against assaulting woman he just does this out of nowhere goes out of his way to do this out of nowhere and continues on his merry way after the fact get this guy off the streets and pamela price you need to be thrown out of office but hey those are just my thoughts so let me know your thoughts down in the comments below if you like the video show by leaving a like subscribe for more content follow me on my social medias support me via the support links in the description of this video this has been me talking about pamela price reducing charges immediately once again till next time